It's calling the dogs with Chansey and G. And brother, I love you. We're national champions. <laughs> there's just no other way. There's just no other way to lead into this but to let you know that um, we are national champions. The dogs are champions. We began the season back in late August, early September. You know, when we were playing Clemson, and we beat a Clemson team that we thought was probably going to be top five team in the country. Wound up not being the case, but. Still a good team, nonetheless. When we beat them 10-3, to didn't score a single offensive touchdown, did you think we would be here right now? Uh, that was not where my mind was. <laughs> no. <laughs> at, at the time, not at all. we were just happy to have gotten a top five, a win against a top five opponent. And we said, that defense is special. And you know what stayed the same the whole year? That defense. It was always it was special the whole year through. I mean, it was un, unreal. And we... Um, just to give everybody kind of a heads up, we did not record last week. Uh, we were literally not physically able. <laughs> we could not have put a show together that could have worked. I mean, we would, we talked to each other and it was, our, our voices were just not going to be able to make anything happen. So this also gave us more time to reflect, uh, to get, uh, some more, some more rational thoughts because the thoughts would not have been very rational <laughs> if we had done them <laughs> very, very close, which is not a bad thing either. But, uh, it really, this entire season has been, has, and, and it's, it's be kind of funny. Cause I think if you go back and listen to our takes all season long, I feel like we just started to repeat ourselves <laughs> because we literally did. Every episode was the same thing. It was, we smothered them on defense they couldn't breathe and put our offense in great situations, and we scored a lot of points compared to them not ever scoring points. <laughs> and so it was, and that was that was how our season went, minus one game. And, and and you just take that bird's eye view, and that's really what happened. But gosh, what a what a ride, what a ride to get to where we are right now. And I just got I just got goosebumps again, just kind of imagining everything that that happened this season. Um, Something that sticks out is a uh, an Arkansas noon game that was like any night game that we had ever been to in our since we've been alive. Like you're talking about the Auburn blackout back in '07, and it's just like an Arkansas noon game mm-hmm. <laughs> that was one of the most electric scenes that I can imagine. I can remember, mm-hmm. and. Uh, same thing with the Kentucky game just a couple of weeks later. I mean, we Dog Nation was was alive, fully present, showed up everywhere um, from Charlotte to Indianapolis, <laughs> which is kind of a weird, a weird, weird way to weird way to put it. But uh, just a just a special ride with a special special group of guys. Man, that national champions. It's it's one of those things that we'll never get tired of saying. And and it's one of the. I mean, we'll 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 never forget. I mean, we're we're sitting here. So we're we're a week after, a week later after beating Alabama to the win of the national championship, and uh, it's it's at this point it's it's very surreal. I told you, <laughs> it's still. I I don't know if it's still really set in to be honest with you because I told you, uh, sometime later last week that it was a really good thing that I went to this ball game because I'm already sitting here. Just wishing I could go back to last Monday and, you know, tailgate even harder and celebrate even harder and, you know, cheer even harder and just go back and relive the whole thing because it was just such a 
crazy experience and like you know it's just so I mean I don't know it it's it's weird to say it like this but it was it was a moment that just passed by so quickly even though it was a very very much so a very long day (laughs) in reality a very long day uh considering you know what what led up to the game and the game and then after the game but it was just one of those things that passed by so quickly and I just find myself just very thankful that one I was able to go to the game and watch it with you my friend and with my brother and with your cousin Brandon (laughs) and it was just one of those things that I an experience I'll never forget for the rest of my life and I just wish you know there's there's a couple little things that I wish had gone a little bit differently and and I can't you can't go back and change them but the fact that I was there has saved my mental health I can tell you that because if I were not there and we won the national championship, which we did. If I were not there, I I don't know if I'd ever be able to forgive myself. So I'm very thankful that that I was there and that we experienced it in real time. Because I mean, damn, it felt good. <laughs> it was uh, I was it really was pretty special because if you kind of go back and um, I know for me, we, we're, you're kind of hinting at it. There have been a lot, uh, and so we, we we talked about kind of our whole. Uh, the, the the timeline of us deciding to make the trip and how it all happened really fast and and this is just like a just it all just it all started lining up and, and at one point when I was in Indianapolis I was um I got there and I was like you know a lot of this stuff's really lining up in a pretty special way and then in the game when we sat down in the stadium um my cousin was um who had who made our plans look like we had booked them six months in advance. <laughs> um, he, uh, you, he I was going to say, it. can you real quick, can you go into what your cousin, <laughs> cousin did? Yeah, so, Brand, so Brandon, if you're, if you're listening to this, I'm going to spill your, your, your beans. He decided that he was going to – he made all his t- his plans before I could even make, do anything with him. But he lands, lands in – he flies out of Atlanta to D.C., to Indianapolis, and lands at 4 o'clock on Monday. So he lands at four. The game. Oh, I didn't know he had a stop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. So he has to stop in DC and then go to Indy. Well, then he lands at in Indy at four. It's an eighty something dollar Uber ride for a fourteen minute. He has to spend like basically a plane ticket (laughs) to get to get to Indy, and then um, to get to the to get to the airport or to get to the uh, stadium. Well, then he goes to the game gets back his flight leaves at six so he just goes and stays he goes and parties and bounces around for a little bit and then he goes and uh goes to the airport at six flies out at six flies to miami and then has to fly back to atlanta wait i had no clue that both of his flights were connecting (laughs) exactly so um anyway he he so all he brought all he packed was a phone charger and um, so he is a trooper, but saying all that, uh, when we sit down at the sta- in the stadium, um, he was he got a ticket. He was up he was up in the rafters, and um, but while we were sitting there, I had a seat open right beside me, and I thought somebody was going to come and sit there. Well, nobody came and sit there, and so I said, "Hey, man, if if nobody is here by kickoff, I'm calling you. Come sit by me." And sure enough, nobody showed up. And when he sat down, and um, he was wearing one of our our grandpa's old shirts on his old bulldog shirt that um that he had always worn always went to games uh, was a diehard dog went all the time um he was wearing one of his shirts and i was like you know what 
um, God, this has got to be it. <laughs> just time. like this, this is as, and then, I mean, is the whole, if not now, when, well, it, it's, it's now. And, um, when is now? And so it was just, it was, a, it was just remarkable. And, um, just the, and, and you know what? I liked Indianapolis. I, I liked the city. Um, yeah, it was cold as all get out, but, um, it ended up not being that bad the day of. It, it, like during the it was, day, at least it was the sun sunny. Was out. Yeah, the sun came out. Yeah, the day before it was windy and it was kind of tough, but the day of it wasn't that bad. But afterwards, it, it, it was cold. But I like the city. I'd like to go back. Probably not the same temperature, um, but it was. Uh, but it was. It, it, I, I was. A, I was a fan. Well, the thing is, afterwards, it didn't matter. I mean, it could have been negative fifty degrees, and we wouldn't have felt it. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's that's the best way to put it. I mean, it was. I I'm sitting here. So I, I was. Gonna, I thought about this earlier as I put it on. Um, but I mean, I've got my my sweatshirt from this is from 2010, my freshman year at University of Georgia. This was the sweatshirt that I bought. I brought. I think I bought me and my mom. We we bought it from the bookstore. You know, and and you know what? 2010 wasn't exactly the most memorable season we've ever had. Uh, Chancy, we we started off our freshman year with a six and seven team that lost to uh, UCF in the Liberty Bowl. Is that right? Uh, just not nobody exactly. Cares. Yeah, nobody cares. And and I, you know, you know me. I'm I can be a little emotional about things like that, and I, I get attached to things. My wife hates it because I'm just like I'm going to keep this thing until it falls apart. But you know, stuff like that where I'm just sitting here thinking about how far we've come as a program. <clears throat> And, and and honestly, just as a university and, and and as a team, and what Kirby has done, you know, Mark Richt, I mean, he he laid the groundwork for everything that we are doing now, and Kirby took it to another level uh, that we haven't seen before. And and I love to see. I don't know if you saw any of those videos, but Coach Rick was there, and and he took it all in. Uh, his I think his sons drove him down there, which is awesome, man. And I mean. You're talking about one of those things that just a, a tear jerk moment. I I mean I, I saw that and you got to thinking about it and then there's the 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 interaction between Kirby and and, and Dooley after the game and uh, man just we're sitting here talking about 41 or I mean 41 42 years of of anguish and just just defeat in a way you know things that I mean we we can't really put into words the amount of just anger and sadness and just feeling of 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 defeat that we've had over the past like well i mean here's the deal we've we've been alive for 30 years so we were born uh, in the beginning of of probably the worst decade of georgia football <laughs> that we've ever seen so we found out pretty quickly whether it was from our our parents or our brothers or whoever you know we found out pretty quickly that Georgia football wants a national championship and 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 sure enough uh, at that time we weren't anywhere near it and we slowly but surely in this century built up this program. And, man, I, I'm, I'm telling you, seeing that confetti fall and, I mean, you and I, there was a point, we'll get into it because we're gonna we're about to walk through the whole game here. Uh, but whenever we saw that confetti fall, I mean, it, if, you, if you're, I don't care if you're 15 years old or if you're 70 years old, I mean, you, you, every, there wasn't a dry eye on the house if you're a dog fan. And it was... Um, it was an incredible experience, and again, I'm thankful that that we were able to experience together, my man. Yeah, it was um, it, it was remarkable, and we uh, we've had a lot of uh, we've had a lot a lot of 
between both of us, sometimes we've been beside each other. A lot of long car rides home <laughs> in silence. <laughs> What's the first game that comes to mind? Well, one of them is Alabama. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. I was, I was, the, one, the one I was thinking of. Uh, um, See, I didn't, I you thinking, t- 2012? I didn't go to that game, but I'm I'm thinking about the 2013 uh, South Carolina game. Oh, Jesus, that you one was me? awful. I yeah. thought someone hit me. I thought somebody threw a beer can at me. That was the was that those thunderstorm game? Yeah, wasn't it? thunderstorm. Was Todd Gurley should have run the, the winning touchdown in, but then Hudson yeah. Mason threw it in the ground. Um, uh, Hudson Mason. That was a long car ride. Uh, ever. What's up? <laughs> Dude, he's he's uh, like this. He's this negative pundit now, and I mean, forget about him. He might as well have played for Florida at this point. Well, he um he he was on one of the the news broadcasts covering the parade that I swapped from. Uh, he was on it, and I swapped over something else. But um, the uh, man, just the, the tears, and, and we and it's funny because my Chandler will uh, talk about. She she gives me a hard time about how much I care about all this stuff, and I was like, you know, we just it's something that your family and we've talked about this in years past, but it's something that your family really, it's it's something we do as a family. This is what we've done for for so long. It's what connects us. It's what brings people from all over the country, like we saw with Davis coming and and, and being there that night. People from all over the country to being together and um, for one for one common thing and wanting to see your team succeed and be as good as possible and achieve something great. And for us, it's not like we're—it's not like we're some team that hasn't been there. It's like we have slowly crept our way back. If you look since 1980, we've had um, four coaches before Kirby, and and so it's like it, you look at the, most other programs, and it's like a revolving door. Yeah. You look at the, there's no there there's there there's nothing there. <clears throat> there's no culture, no foundation, and I'm glad you said that about Rick because I want to say the same thing. But like. What we've had something different this whole time, but there's something about that steady progression, and we have a couple blips. And but just the the, the what we've gone through for so long, and, and to have been hit so many times on the way in the ways that we have, and then to do what we did um, in the way that we did, because you, you can't have a national championship season and it not be special. I mean, I think that's if you look at anybody that's ever had one, there's you've had those moments and they get you there. And man, it truly was incredible. And um, so I could I could gush on it all day long. But just to just to uh, in that moment, I was thinking about all those times, like that 2012 game SEC championship, the um, the 2018 national championship. Like just thinking about those times and, and just feeling that. And then, like you say, I'm watching that confetti and just it being your confetti. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing, and like it Wait, being your moment. Oh my gosh! I guess I need to go get my. I had some confetti in my bag. (laughs) It's probably watered up in there. Oh, please, Lord God, let it be there. I I think it's there. I'm I'm glad you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, please don't mess that up. But um, I I think I'm gonna have to unravel it. But it needs to be it needs to be in a frame somewhere. Well, uh, I just actually got my clothes cleaned, um, like the clothes that I was wearing that night, because I got them incredibly dirty. There was beer all over everything I had. Yeah. And um, I, I just, I actually think I sal- I salvaged pretty much everything, um, so we're we're, we're good there. Um, but uh, so let's let's kind of let's kind of get into it. Let's kind of let's uh, we're, walk me through the, the day of. We're, we're going in. What, what are we? What are what you thinking? I was about to say we uh, 
I know you uh, got in on Sunday, and we kind of did our own things with our our crews on Sunday night and all that. And ate a great dinner downtown in Indianapolis, and 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 to your point, Indianapolis is a great city, and I think I think it's just it felt so much. It's it's a big city. It's I mean it's a city. It's not a town or anything like that. But it felt so much. Everything was kind of close together in the downtown area. It's not quite set up like Atlanta, where it's like you got the Midtown, you got the Buckhead area, you got downtown. Uh, everything was. If you were gonna be out in the city, it was all downtown. And <clears throat> I, I, I may be completely wrong on that. If you're a local Indianapolis person, but if you're a no, local Indianapolis person, you are not listening to this. So. Um, I, I'll just say, man, I, I had a great experience. I, the cold didn't, I mean, if you were prepared for it, I think a lot of people were, I mean, hell, I wore my ski jacket and I was like, this thing is awesome. Like, and we, <laughs> I was really excited about it. I bought it for like 90 bucks on Amazon. I was like, this thing is, oh, this is great. <laughs> I was so warm from that and, and just all the stuff, all the other gear we had and all that, but uh, my brother and I, we I guess we had a little bit of a late night on Sunday night, and uh, we I saw we, I saw you Sunday night. Oh yeah, well when did we go? <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait when did, we, did we go back out? Where did we? Oh yeah, yeah we we went to Kilroy's. Kilroy's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, sorry about that. That was <laughs> I knew right. we I knew we saw each other, but that was uh that was late. I mean, hell, you got a nine hour car ride, then you get out and you're just like, all right, well, let's hang out and. Drink in the hotel room because it's freaking 20 degrees outside. And then <laughs> then you're like, all right, let's go to dinner. <laughs> and then it gets to be 15 degrees. I, uh, no, man. Yeah. I mean, the downtown city, I mean, downtown Indianapolis was a lot of fun, but we enjoyed that night and uh, had a great time. And, and we got started. I think we, so we got to the brewery. It was a Ellison Brewery or something like that. That was a couple yeah, blocks so. from the stadium. And we got there at about eleven thirty, and that was that was essentially like that was where we were going to tailgate, and we stayed there until we went to the stadium. I know you kind of met up with us later, but we we got there early, had a, a like great service, beer was pretty good. The waitresses, I don't know, can't remember what her name is, but shout out to the waitress, she was awesome, and dog fans piled in that place, which again, like I mean, let's talk about that, Chancy. I mean, dog fans were everywhere. Man, everywhere, where, everywhere you looked, there was dog fans, and I don't know if we ever really saw too many Alabama fans until we went on the, on the streets. It was on the streets. It was thirty to one. Yeah, like, and I'm not even joking. Like, it was it was absurd how many. And I don't know if they just all stayed in a hole till the till the game started, but like, or if they were on some if they some part of town, but they were not there. They were truly not there, and. It, it baffled me because every place we went, even the restaurant the night before, was all all dogs. And then that, and we, I, we went to a couple places. There was only a couple of Alabama fans at the restaurant that we went to for uh, lunch right on Monday. And then you would see some on the street as you got a little closer. We went to the fanfare thing, and yeah. we kind of went and saw a little bit of that mm-hmm. just to just to say you did it and. There was a decent amount in there, but even then, it was still six to one, like Georgia, and it was it was crazy. And um, then you get into the stadium, and sure enough, it was the I mean, same way. It was it really was. It was I I thought it was seventy thirty. I mean, by the time you start really looking at it, it's probably closer to maybe maybe sixty five thirty five. But it yeah. was it was definitely 
it was all dogs, um, to, to say the least. So, uh, but yeah, it was, and like I said, weather ended up being pretty good that day too. So it was, uh, kind of leading up to it. And, um, I was personally a fan of the stadium. I, I, I liked Loved it. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was cool. A lot of, um, a lot of references to the, to the city itself. It was, uh, um, I love I, I love the design on the outside, like driving into Indianapolis, like mm-hmm. coming <clears throat> when we were because we sure enough didn't fly in, we drove in, <laughs> and when we uh, when you're coming into the city, you can actually see that the stadium is, is very prominent. Uh, it just it was a just well done. It was in a good spot. It was just it's kind of random. You just kind of you just kind of happen upon the stadium. It's 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 somehow not. It's like right on the edge of the 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 kind of the main part of town, but. Mm-hmm. It, it just fits it fit right into me I don't know I just I thought they did a really good job with it and um, it looks really good and it just it doesn't look like a stadium uh, but had a but the inside of it uh, was cool had a lot of um, references to the Indy 500 and all this kind of stuff a lot of a lot of cool uh, nostalgia there and obviously Colts uh, a lot of Colt stuff all over the place I love going to places like that seeing a, a new area and um, just a lot of rich history there and um, well, also, but, I, I think a lot of people I've seen some reviews where people have been like, "Hey, we set up in the six hundreds or so, and <clears throat> it wasn't a bad seat. Like there wasn't a bad seat in the house, kind of thing." And and I think that's the kind of thing that people appreciate is like, if I'm going to spend the money and I'm going to go up here and do this thing, like, you know, I I don't care where I, you know, I I don't care personally. I could have been in the top seat in the stadium, and it really wouldn't have made a, a difference. But I think people truly felt that way. You know, they felt like they enjoyed their experience, whether or not they were backs against the wall or, you know, if they were on the front row. Um, but I thought that everything from <laughs> the bathrooms to, you know, the concessions to the uh, the fact that I could uh, go grab me a beer and it had a metal a metal cup. Like, yeah. Yeah. All about the aluminum Crazy. cups. I love that, man. Yeah, no, I had a great experience in Lucas Oil, no doubt. Well, and then, uh, well, for us, we were, so we leave Ellison Brewery and we're just kind of like, all right, we're going to go, I guess, go to somewhere to a hotel, see somebody and, and grab a drink. And then we're walking by the stadium and then they let, they open the gate <laughs> <laughs> and you or Austin are just like, I just want to go ahead and go in. And we're just like, all right. <laughs> we, just, we sat in there for three hours. <laughs> we were, we were in there and you know what? That was, that was the greatest decision we made the whole time because we were in the stadium in five minutes, and then we just were able to drink, drink beer and hang out and see our friends. I mean, the people that went to the national championship in 2018, everybody knew, like, I probably should go ahead and get in here <laughs> because it's going to get crowded. And I think they did a lot better job of, of crowd management at Lucas Oil. But, yeah, it was just one of those things. I think a lot of people were – had a little bit of PTSD from uh, 2018, but no, it was. Uh, I mean, we walked straight in, enjoyed it, got to see a lot of friends. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, as soon as the gates opened, we were 11:30. I well, I mean, I know you came a little bit later, but we basically, my brother and I, we were at that brewery from 11:30 to 4:30. We left at 4:30. We got to the stadium, and you and I and him, we all walked straight in. It was awesome. <laughs> And so, um, and then it, and then it truly began. So then that was the, the preparation before the actual, um, before the actual storm. And, 
Just to say, we, we've dude. been talking about the, the lead up here. Let's talk about the game. <laughs> let's, let's talk about some football. And God, it was ugly to start out. Sweet yeah. Mother of Mary. Uh, <laughs> it was miserable. We got we have freaking kickoff. And so we we hold them. Um, I can't even remember what the – I got all flustered just even thinking about it right now. Um, first drive, do we hold them to a, a – they, they hold had them a field goal a punt? On, the first, on the first like, drive. Field, so, because they drove the field. Yeah. So, they drove the field on the first mm-hmm. drive. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, it's about to happen again. And then they get down and kick a field goal. I'm like, okay, we hold them to a field goal. All right, we get the ball. Let's see what we can do. Penalties just back, 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 back. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's just what it felt like it was for offensively for, for three quarters. I was like, Jesus, we're literally – we're doing – we're actually doing everything we said not to do. We're doing all the things that we said we shouldn't do. We shot ourselves in the foot a thousand times. So um, anyway, sorry, I was getting a little getting a little emotional there. Well, we, we can talk about. Um, let's start. Let's start with the offense. Let's start with the offensive side of the ball. Um, and like I say, the first half we just couldn't really get anything going there. Um, we, I, I don't know. What, what was your What was your take offensively for us in the in the first half? Like how I, I, I just felt like we couldn't get out of our own way. Yeah, I mean, I you and I have both. Um, going back and, and rewatch the game and, and, and that's the thing is that I always, I told Austin the other day that I want to remember I have a tough time because I go back and watch all these highlights and I watch these replays and all that and I have a tough time with you know making sure that I remember the play as I saw it in real time and 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 I just I mean program myself to make sure I mean whenever whenever AD Mitchell caught that ball that was Literally right in front of our face, and obviously we'll get to that in here in a second. But it, I mean, Ad Mitchell caught that ball in that corner, and I'll never forget that for the rest of my life because I mean I saw that play unfold exactly how you know obviously how it you know unfolded on TV, but like exactly how I I felt it, I felt it coming. And anyway, that is all to say we've both gone back and 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 watched the replays, watched the highlights, and all that, and. And, and and it's tough because you you watch watch these replays and you watch what we saw on the field and and at the same time it's like you can slow things down with the replay and you can go back and you can kind of nitpick on things and all that but that first half was a struggle in so many different ways because we were not moving the ball we were moving backwards anytime we had any kind of leg up we went backwards again because I mean, even whenever we had that big play to George Pickens, we still only—I'm pretty sure we punted on that play on on that drive. I'm I'm pretty sure if we didn't punt, we kicked a long field goal. Also, special teams. I'm just gonna go ahead and get it out of the way because I mean we're gonna talk about the offense and the defense so much, but the special teams needs a lot of credit because Kamara played his ass off and Pod Lesney, man, he hit him, man, <laughs> he hit him. I, I, you and I both were, and and Austin too. We were all just like, "Here we go again." Like, <laughs> are we gonna hit these field goals or not? And he was money, money, ice in his veins. But anyway, forty nine, forty nine yarder, wasn't it? Forty nine yarder he, or something like that. He hit a. Uh, let's see, he hit a. Uh, I don't have this ready for. I think it was. Wait. I think it was almost. It was either. Either his, way, his long his long was definitely in the forties. Uh, let me see, because I wanted it to be fifty, and I think it was end up being yeah, 49. yeah, 40, 49 was his long. Yeah, yeah. So just two two for it. two on field goals. He was three for three in extra points. Um, and those and field goals, could, th- those field goals kept us that that kept the momentum 
like I say, that you look at the score and you think a field goal is not a huge deal. It was a huge deal because for us, it was keeping, keeping pace. Like there's the you're having to keep you're 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 trading punches. Yeah. You're not when you miss a field goal. That's like that, that's that's getting that's that's whiffing on a <laughs> whiffing on a right hook. I mean, it is yeah. is what that ends up being in this kind of this kind of this kind of game. That's actually a great analogy, and I, and I appreciate that. Um, Thanks. No, <laughs> the but then on top of that, Camarda flipping the field that kept us in it because Bryce Young, if he's gonna if he's got a short field, if he's got a fifty yard field, I mean, you, you bet your ass he's gonna score points. And they drove down multiple times and kicked field goals in times where in the past we would have never ever held them to a field goal and and that was the difference in this ball game the fact that it was 66 to 9 at halftime was incredible but Kamarta give him so much credit he's good on the NFL um the guy he he deserves a lot of credit with that one because it was I mean also he kicks the ball and not giving them an opportunity to return the ball is huge so anyway I'll I love Kamarda. Wish he would stay for another year, but you can't have yeah, your cake and eat it too. Yeah, we're uh, we're just thankful that we get anybody back. From, yeah, that, from at this, this point, yeah, I don't even but know just, what kind. Who the hell are we going to be next year? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if we, if we know, but um, doesn't matter. We're national champs. So, um, uh, but I, I, you you bring up a ton ton of good points there. I, I, I think for, for one, we I think there was a lot of there's a lot of pressure on the moment. And we we really and truly had an Alabama monkey that just is in our head mentally when it comes to um, to just playing them, and we could not we could not shake them early on on the offense side of the ball. Um, we couldn't get any rhythm. Just just simple the the, the, the penalties were all on. There, there was nothing that they were doing to make us mm. to do the things that, that were causing us to. It wasn't like they were forcing our hand. And so you really look at it, and, and you look at the game, and you're like, "Wow, we beat them 33 to 18." It was like, "No, nah. I mean, we were not." This was almost like an out. This was almost like us playing Alabama, but back like but backwards the way it's always been. <laughs> sort of is that you're you're kind of they're they're hanging on, and then all of a sudden we just storm at the end mm-hmm. and, and come and, and take it all back, and that that's ended up how it was because offensively we couldn't we couldn't tie our damn shoes there for a while, and um, uh, but thank God our defense. Um, the guys, even with, with short drives, uh, offensive, short offensive drives, were able to stay out there. And that bend don't break. I mean, if you you can let them drive the whole field. If you just looked at stats, looked at the looked at Bama's yards and looked at all that, you would think, oh my gosh, they they beat us by two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but but our defense just we got into the red zone and said, all right, you can't you can't hit you we're not gonna let you hit a big play on us we'll let you get down here but you can't hit a big play from here <laughs> and so we got all these guys that are faster than yours and we're all right here we're not gonna let you in and so and i was all about that i mean we tr- we could trade um we could trade field goals with them all day long and and i guess and, and i told you uh the week before i i felt like if we were within three going into halftime i was like in a low scoring game if we could keep it within three i felt good because that means we're we're controlling defensively. I want us to. I, I don't want them being able to score points. It's about can we can do any type of containment. So if we're if we're holding them to field goals, I take that as that's that's almost a turnover to me with these with these Alabama teams because if you can put up points, then then you're you you can you can maintain that. One. Yeah, 
and, and, and I think that the the problem is what we were doing was anytime we had any kind of momentum, I, I went back and looked, and that that Pickens throw on that drive, we ended up scoring a field goal, but we had the ball on nine yard or excuse me, the eight yard line and first and goal, and did not score a touchdown in that play. And I I remember thinking that we missed so many opportunities in the in that first half to put up points. I mean, we did. I mean, we had several opportunities to put touchdowns on the board and and I think that the problem is we anytime that Alabama gave us a little bit of a step, we shot ourselves in the foot. And um and 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 you know, thankfully we were able to at least get 6 points there. But it was just kind of one of those things that you felt it in that first half chance and I know you and I and, and Austin had the same situation. We were all sitting there thinking the same thing. Here we go again. We will be Georgia forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, how many guys in that in that first half were sitting there thinking, "I traveled all this way. <laughs> I, tra- I drove." Did 10 I did I tell you that? I, t- I feel I feel like I probably told you that at one point. Um, I, man, I maybe just said it in my head so many times. Um, but there was about there was about fifty thousand people that were saying that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about yeah. that time. <laughs> yeah, and 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 let me tell you, uh, I mean, we can kind of get into the QB thing here in a little bit, but I mean, I might as well go ahead and talk about, it. dude, Stetson. There's there's a lot of people that have been kind of just so critical about his performance in this game, and obviously they're like, oh, like except for the fourth quarter. But I'm like, dude, if you watch that first half, dude was running for his life. <laughs> <laughs> he was absolutely running for his life, and I mean, he couldn't make a play to save his life because he didn't. He didn't have an opportunity. I mean, JT would be dead. Yeah, he, yeah, and well, you know, and we found out today, JT is he's in the well. He's expected to be in the transfer portal. I don't know if he's actually put his name in there or not, and that's a you know another discussion for maybe later in the podcast. But we are sitting here talking about Stetson. There are people that are criticizing him uh, about his performance there. But, man, that first half, our offensive line was doo-doo. It was so bad. And I just can't – I watched – we were watching in real time, and I'm like, we're getting texts and messages and all that. And people are like, Stetson should have thrown that ball away. You know, Stetson, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, if I'm Stetson, like, what the hell are you supposed to do? I, I had no clue. And – and and don't get me wrong, I mean, I think there's there's guys like special athletes like I, I, I Kyler Murray or something that can get out of stuff like that and go make a play and run for twenty yards and all that. But dude, I mean, Stetson for with what he had, he made the best of it. And then that first half for us to only be down about three yards and him having, I mean, I will say that one time that he he fumbled right in front of us on that was it was it the first drive or the second drive. It was the first drive. It was like one of the first plays. Like it was <laughs> when when that ball bounced right back into his chest, and he caught it. And you and I, and we had a third five because he ran, and we were all like, "Yeah, let's go, Stetson. You got to use your feet." And then we we're like, "Oh my God, no!" <laughs> I take it all back. Take it all back. <laughs> and when that ball bounced back into his chest, it hey, you and I looked at each other. I mean, let's be honest. I was thinking the same thing you were, and. I, I mean, I felt like it was a little bit of destiny right there, and I felt like that was a God thing. <laughs> well, it's, it was a God thing because you because you you look at it, and it, we talk about this all the freaking time. 
But we never, the ball just never bounces our way. No. Never bounces our way. And it actually literally bounced our way. <laughs> and 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 so in that first half, I, and I think the big thing, and, and the thing if you go back and look at uh, the game against uh, against Alabama, the SEC championship game, what you didn't have Stetson doing in that first half was trying to be a hero. Hmm. He was trying to he was trying to survive. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, There's a difference was, between yeah. trying to survive and trying to be a hero. Because if you go look at the stat line and you look at the stats that matter. There's one stat in particular that stands out, and it's interceptions thrown. It's zero to two. Yep. And that is that is one of the keys there because he didn't do he didn't do the, the he didn't make the stupid play. The each each game, if you, if we go back and look at it, we talked about it. Stetson's good for a bonehead play every game. He's good. Like there's that one throw that he makes that is just questionable, and it just. But fortunately, we've had such a cushion over the over these games or it's a deep ball so it's basically a punt yeah. whatever the case is it, it ends up not being that big of a deal just happens to be against Alabama the first time around it was pick six and <laughs> and or in the red zone I mean just all these kinds of things that didn't happen this game that was to me a, a key factor in this and, and we have to look at this too no Stetson was not the guy who went and won us this game this defense is what kept us in this game to put us in a position to be able to score yeah, enough absolutely. points to win and that has been the MO all season. That's what this team is. We were able to we were able to buck the system. You didn't have to have the generational guy at quarterback and the generational receivers, even though I think we've got some generational receivers, to be able to do what you need to do to be able to win the national champion. And so in that first half, we saw that. We saw our defense bend but not break. We were able to keep everybody contained. There weren't a lot of big plays. Um, they drove the field, which hurt to watch. But when we got them contained, when we put all those weapons in a tiny box, you can't use those weapons like you want to. And and you just saw. And, and the other thing that you saw us able to do, and um, uh, on that first half on the defense side of the ball, is Bryce Young was running for his life. He was running for his life too. Mm. And that's where that, that's where things were, were, were a little were, were different. Um, from that standpoint. Well, I mean, we were uh, talking our, with our, our friend Caleb <clears throat> about that, and Bryce was, I mean, for, for what he was, how much he was having to move around, because we, we decided, I, I mean, after the SEC championship, we were like, we are going to get after his ass. And, I mean, you could tell it was a completely different. And the whole world knew it. Right. And, <laughs> it wasn't a question what was going to happen. And so did their offensive line, and it didn't really matter, because we were getting back there. And we were affecting every play. And that's, I mean, Coach Smart always talks about that. It's not exactly, you don't have to bring the quarterback down. You don't have to, you know, bat his ball down or whatever. If you get in his face and affect the throw whatsoever, that is that is what you're trying. That's the goal, you know. And, I I mean, when, when you watch Bryce Young, though, I mean, give him credit <clears throat> for what, how much we were in his face. That guy got the ball out, and he got the ball out. And then, you know, something we hadn't even talked about yet. I mean, Jamison Williams goes down, uh-huh. tears his ACL. Uh-huh. And, you know, hey, that kid, you know, we're, you know, good wishes and, and, and prayers to you. I mean, that's that's a sucky situation. But whenever that went down, whenever he went down, it's like, well, Mechie's already out. Williams, he's out. They've got these freshmen coming in. And, man, how much, how much do you love Hearing all these Alabama fans for the once in their lives 
<laughs> making excuses about having freshmen or inexperienced receivers coming into a ball game. And you all you got to say is, hey, man, I don't know if you realize this, but three out of the four touchdowns we scored against y'all were freshmen. <laughs> and, and two of them true freshmen. And you know that Eddie Mitchell, the number five, that caught that, that, that touchdown in the end zone, in the corner of the end zone? Yeah, he's a freshman. True freshman. Brock Bowers, best tight end in the country. I don't care what the Matthew boy says. Yeah, see, <laughs> I don't. It, it it sucks because I mean you you don't want a guy to, to go down like that. You you never wish the injury upon a guy, but whenever that happened, Chancey, I mean, what was that? That was ten or so minutes left in the second quarter. Something we like that, yeah. we when that happened, I mean, you felt a little bit of a shift, and we still just struggled to move the ball down the field, and that's why everybody. I think at halftime. Dolphins were like, well, we're down by three. Could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, uh, I, th- I think that was most, most dog fans' mentality going into the halftime. Well, and the way we played, you would just, you would think we kind of were saying could be worse. Yeah, we should have been down by three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, yeah. In, in any other year, that's where we would have been. And um, But the defense did what, defense did what they were supposed to do. And, and um, if we had had that defensive game plan or that defensive presence in the second or in the first time we played them, it might have been a very different going into halftime how we would have how it would have looked. And, I, and that's a, that's saying a lot, but I, I think it does it does have the way everything happened in that first game. Obviously, made this game happen the way that it did. But our defense just showed up and showed out the entire game. But that first half, especially to contain them, to um, to hold them to only nine points. And uh, and Lord for us to even just be in a in the dang ballpark. The fact that we got that play to George to be able to get that field goal and and, and got and Pod Leslie bless his bless his bones being able to kick <laughs> made him kick a country mile to be able to get one of them. But um, but we were we were where we needed to be. We were right there. We were in striking distance. We were in the we were in the kind of <laughs> come from behind that this team can do that we're built for, and, and that's what we went into. Uh, coming out uh, uh, into the second half, that halftime was the longest halftime of my life. I, I felt like the first half just kind of like f- just it was a whirlwind, and then that s- the halftime just lasted forever. And then um, you know, and then I and, love halftime. God, it, is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was frustrating. Um, well, but go ahead. I was just gonna say. I mean, one thing that about that first half, and uh, I'm trying to exactly find whenever it was but yeah i mean the defense needs a ton of credit for that because they came in and this is the first time all year that alabama had been shut out like it was in the red zone because i mean when 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 you get in that 20 yard line and within i mean they they were money and our defense bowed its back man and i i've never seen i mean we've seen it play great this entire year but to have a it's not that when you get to that point in this i mean you you've got talent and that's great and you've got the coaching and that's great you got the leadership you got Nicobe Dean chewing out Channing Tindall's tail right and then the next play him coming back and just running down uh Bryce Young on the edge and making the play and stuff like that. I mean, the stuff that you just, I mean, that was just an incredible series of events. And you got all this stuff that adds up. And at the end of the day, you know, Alabama is so used to putting that ball in the end zone. And the fact, and, and it just felt so different, Chancey. 
whenever we got down there and you felt the momentum shift. And, it, and, and there was a lot of times where it went back the other way. And, I mean, I think you and I both felt it because, I mean, we were like, dang, like that's something that we never did against Alabama ever before. And then it was like, then they throw a long ball, and you're like, wow, they're in the red zone again. <laughs> like, <laughs> Which was like how the SEC championship felt when we were up 10 to nothing, and then Jameson Williams just took the ball and just shoved it down our throats. Like that's where the difference was, man. We stood our ground, and we turned around, we said, Look, we're not going to let these small short-term events affect how we're about to play the rest of this ball game. And um, but anyway, we can we can kind of get into the third quarter here. But man, it was uh, I mean, when we went in the third quarter, we're coming out of half and we got the ball right because thank God we actually won a toss, the coin toss <laughs> at the beginning. Of the game. We didn't even talk about that, but we won the coin toss and we came out and I thought for sure if we do not put the ball in the end zone in this in this drive then we are sol and we didn't but then things turned out pretty well well and, and that was um it i don't know man i i think we finally we're just having that mentality coming into coming in the second half i i think um we we just we knew we were there and we we could kind of get over that mental that mental hump of like okay we're not we played like crap but we're still here. We're one score down. We're, we're, we're exactly where we need to be to be able to, to, to stay close in this thing. And for Stetson and, and, and kind of looking at that, looking at the starting to be able to move the ball, um, we finally realized, like, okay, Stetson kind of puts it, puts it on his back a little bit. We get him some protection. We're able to – we kind of change up play call a little bit, get our guys out in space, and start making some plays. And, um, and it was just – but you don't you just, you stop shooting yourself in the foot so much. It takes it still takes a good bit of third quarter, and then we eventually get there. But dang, well, like our, we, first, our first two drives of the, of the third quarter were punts, and they were just, and then and they had a long drive right after our second drive. Uh, the I mean I th- it was yeah the second the second Alabama drive, they had a long drive, and we had we helped them out a little bit. We had a couple penalties. And they just came down the field, and then we blocked that field goal. And that was the first big momentum shift in the entire game towards our side. And we thought, man, that could have been Our defense it. cannot do anything else. <laughs> Number 88. Gosh knows, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was seriously, it was like that, man. You're just like, they are playing their asses off. Is the offensive side going to, to, to hold up their end of the bargain? And then James Cook <laughs> and we reels just... it off. <laughs> Give him 67, 67 real yards. Quick. He ran away from us in this in this play, and and we hadn't seen a touchdown all game from our side. But he ran away from us, and I just remember thinking, I thought he was going to score. Yeah, I did. And and he ran down there. Um, we had a couple of of of, of gaining yardage plays, uh, and, st- and Kenny Kenny played his ass off. Kenny didn't have a lot of rushing yards. But his his plays in the in the passing game, or you know rather the receiving game, were incredible, and they were a key component in a couple of drives, and and this one in particular, uh, he actually ran the ball, but he got that first down that we had a it was first and I think three from the three, uh, first and goal from the three or so, and man that was one of those things that you go back and and look at it we didn't notice it. <laughs> We didn't notice it from our end of the of, of the field. We were in the Georgia end zone for everybody was uh, uh, wondering. 
Man, I didn't see that Stetson kind of almost dropped the snap. Oh Did my you God. see that? I saw it. Um, I saw the replay afterwards, but yes, I did. I did see it the, the second time around, and I almost threw up. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those things that I I didn't notice. I mean, I again, I I, I agree. I did not notice it until the uh, the replay. I watched the replay, and 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 you know, credit to him for picking that thing up and all that. But man, that was if I had seen that live, I think my heart heart would have stopped. And, and and it's a good thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was almost but that, but then it kind of goes back to the whole thing is Stetson almost drops the ball, but he doesn't. <laughs> and yep. it's like we had those moments, we had them the whole time, and we um, and it just ended up going our way. And um, but we, so we couldn't yeah we couldn't really see uh, couldn't see that play. But obviously. Uh, getting that first touchdown and and it, when it happened you're sitting there sitting there thinking you're like you know this is all this is just the first touchdown of this game like yeah for anybody and and mm-hmm. and, and once you when i kind of said that i was like holy cow our defense is playing lights out right now to be able to hold this offense to just nine points and and, and us to be this far in the game being this dumb on offense and, and being able to get to this point, we're only we're only getting down the field in big plays. Like it's it's two plays from Pickens and Cook <laughs> that have gotten us to where we are uh, so far. So, um, but yeah, well, that, and, and and then beyond that, so we got the touchdown from Zeus, which was just like a bully ball touchdown. Loved it, perfect. And that was the only touchdown that we saw that was away from us yes. in the Alabama yes. end zone. And thank you, thank you, Jesus. And <laughs> and then they turn around, and Alabama is driving, Chancy. And we were watching this, and this is actually uh, half of this drive started coming coming towards us, and then they started going away from us, right? And I'm watching it, and then they have that big play where they get down there, and they have the first and goal at the Georgia five. And this is another one of those situations where we are like, well crap like surely they're gonna score here this is gonna be the big situation where they go up and they never lose it like we're just being Georgia fans and the defense played their tail off I don't know I don't even know how it happened Chancy. I mean sorry I just slammed my computer like I mean the the guys I mean William Poole got played played his tail off yeah Keeley played his tail off the back end of this of this defense just absolutely saved our tail. I mean, nine times out of ten, and and it seen obviously seen had the he had the play uh, you know MVP of the uh, defense or whatnot. But man, that was the I felt like that was the turning point. And obviously we get down the road here in a little bit. But I thought that was the turning point in the game when we held them and they had a field goal and they went. Which I was a little. I mean, did you think Saban was going to go for it? They're on the. Uh, the three yard line. It was hard. I didn't know. I didn't know what he, I would have been. So I wouldn't have been surprised either way. Um, yeah. I, I think, but I felt like he probably thought that they could put some points up. But I'm not. But I'm not a hundred. I, I wasn't. I was. wasn't going to be surprised either way. I guess is what yeah. I'm, what I'm saying there. Well, and then so they kick the field goal. We're still up thirteen to twelve. <laughs> Gosh. And then 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 the worst of the worst happens we and this we get the ball this is where this is where you're thinking because i even think i told you i can't you go ahead can't with remember. it I'm, 
Yeah. Okay. I, I, well, we get to the, we're, we start to drive, and we have so Stetson is in another one of those situations where he has to take off for his life. So he's rolling around to the right side, and I don't know who it was that was it Battle that I don't know who it was that got him. Uh, I think but, it was number eight. Was that is that Battle? Harris, Harris. He had Harris. a hell of a game. Yes, he did. And um, so anyway, Stetson goes and is throwing the ball away. Well, turns out called a fumble on the field and then recovered. So they they call it they call it that way on the field, and um, so you, you can see the ball is leaving. Stetson's hand. His arm is going forward. And went forward. His wrist goes forward. Yes. And the ball comes out of his hand as his <clears> wrist <throat> is going forward. But that's a fumble. And so, <laughs> apparently. And I'll, I'll say this, and, I, and, and I've obviously got my red and black glasses on. Bryce Young in that situation, that's a that's an incomplete pass. Without a doubt. Well, so, I mean, real quick, let's, let's go back and, and talk about how Bryce Young, to start the game, has that I mean, on their first drive, has that play where we thought we had a uh, a, a scoop and score, and Nicobe Dean. I mean, Jordan Davis gets the sack, and we think that he knocks the ball out, and Nicobe picks it up and and takes it in the end zone, and and lo and behold, they were just said, all right, well, and I, you know, I think they made the the right call, except for I didn't really thought the ball didn't cross the line of scrimmage, and I thought that was a requirement for intentional grounding that it had to, to cross the line of scrimmage for it to not be intentional grounding. And so I was a little confused by that because yes, there was a receiver in the area, but it was maybe about a five yard difference between where the ball landed and where the receiver was. And so I didn't know that was the situation. But then they have Stetson have this play where he they called a fumble obviously and they uh, I think they called a fumble on the on the field and then they said I don't know if he called this but they said if it's not a fumble it's intentional grounding and that's where I have a problem with it is like well if if that wasn't a fumble on Bryce Young why was it not intentional grounding and sorry but anyway that's that's kind of where my head was at as as that was being reviewed in front of it. Well, and, and that was the part I didn't quite understand. I, I, I guess I was hearing, I missed them say the first part, so then I thought that they had overturned it. I initially thought they had overturned it to intentional grounding. That's my yeah, first thing. I, I, I did too. Yeah. And that's why I was kind of thinking, and then, then they started reviewing it, and then they said rolling on the field stands and all this stuff. And after a while, I was like, I was like man, they're about to call this a fumble. Like they're about yeah. to give them, they're about to give them this ball, yeah. and sure enough, they do. Um, and and that was that moment. That was the moment that it's like, okay, this is where things go right back to normal. This is the this is exactly this is where the the storybook happens. This is where you turn to that. Well, same... the fact that the Alabama guy happened to just lacklusterly catch it before he goes out. Oh my out god, bounds. that's the that's the craziest thing about the whole thing. And then for him. To have two blades of grass between his toe and the mm. and the sideline, and to get his foot down, um, just talking about bouncing in the ball bouncing completely way. unintentional, and and it was the most Georgia versus Alabama thing ever. I mean, you and, and it I could never be like, replicated. It could never whole, be replicated. The whole time that review was going on, you, you I mean, people were like being positive <laughs> and all this stuff. <laughs> And people were saying, like, oh, we're going to get it back. It'll be fine. It's going to be fine. There's no way there's a fumble. <laughs> and you were just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. No, no, ma'am. We are about to lose this football. 
And you were right. And it was it because it, well, and, and I'm just going based off history. I'm like, y'all, we ain't gonna get this ball back. <laughs> There's no way we get this yeah. ball back. Yeah. And um and. But that being said, to kind of fast forward and hear Stetson talk about that play, and he said, I was not going to be the reason why we lost this game. And talking about getting me choked up, that that right there, him telling his guys, and obviously the team, not nobody looking at him and saying, you did this, like this is on you, because obviously on this bull <clears throat> call, it's like that that's not on you. And he's like, "I'm that call is not going to be the reason why we don't win a national championship. And – um, that was Bama's touchdown. So Bama turns around, gets down, and scores. Or defense tries tries to hold them there, um, not able to do it. But if and that's then, the only touchdown they give up, though, I mean, yeah. But <laughs> but well, and, and then they went for the the two point conversion, right? And Nolan Smith and Channing Tindall said, "Hell, <laughs> not today." <laughs> which which was like the final momentum shift back towards us. That was also still like a little questionable because we were still lose, losing the game, and you felt a little bit more comfortable. And then from there on out, man, it really was just like one of those things that, I mean, the Lord willed it. <laughs> well, let me let me let me back up real quick, and I I just want to give some credit to 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 one individual that was uh, a couple sections over, whenever <laughs> whenever whenever that play happened and it was the fumble or interception from Stetson and all that stuff and they was reviewed and I mean I think a lot of people heard that there were things being thrown on the field <laughs> after the uh, culmination of those events and it was decided that it was a fumble and then Alabama got the ball back uh, so there was a lot of uproar from our end zone and I let me just say that our end zone was <laughs> was responsible for all the stuff that was being thrown <laughs> and, and the first guy I, that, that I that I saw that threw something on the field, he chunks a beer, and I'm seeing it coming out of the corner of my eye, and it just nails the field goal post. And I just want to give credit to that guy. I don't know if you're listening to this or not, but that was a hell of a throw, man. <laughs> because we, hey, look, I don't I don't condone nor do I condemn those actions because at the same time it's like, well, I'm not getting thrown out of this game, but also that felt like. The, the appropriate response at the time because everybody was just like, this is it. Again, Alabama gets this crap. We never get this crap. And I, somehow we overcame it, Chansey. Well, it was, uh, it really was a, a turn, I don't like to say that, but turn, turning of the tide, if you will. And, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, Dude, but, but really, <laughs> yeah, what can I say? But it was just our offensive line just manned up. Like I don't know, I don't know. Like for, for us, whatever we did, we started being able to run the ball. We started being able. Like, well, actually, that's that's a good point. Real quick, Erickson has a little bit of a nagging injury. They yes decide to go with Broderick at left tackle, move Sawyer into the right guard spot. And man, let me tell you, that may have been the like biggest decision that was made in this ball game. And 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 we talked about it. Broderick and Sawyer both struggled initially with with their new positions and new responsibilities but then once they started to click it was unstoppable and 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 that was i think like i said that was one of the bigger decisions that was made as a from a coaching perspective in this ball game well and we um so we uh so let's see we so that first well 
we, we don't really on that drive after Alabama's uh, touchdown. We we go down. We don't really. That's not when we really start running the ball quite yet. But we. This was uh, Stetson's that drive. That first had, throw to Burton, though. Yes. Yes. Huge. huge. Um. About it's a 18 yard throw to Burton. Um, and then they tackled Burton. <laughs> <laughs> and um. So actually, this anyway. whole this whole freaking drive is a, like a miracle. We had a it, 20 ish yard throw to Burton. Burton gets a huge blatant uh, penalty, which would have been a touchdown. And then Kenny McIntosh has that like just incredible catch, which the view from the TV from the camera does not do it justice, man. No, we you and I not. watched that <laughs> dude just like it bobbles out and he grabs it midair. It was right. awesome. And I let you take it from there. But that was that was the crazy thing though. Is this drive? Like I say this drive was when it. The, the just crazy thing happened because we're watching Burton. <laughs> I'm just going back to him getting tackled. We're just like Stetson goes to throw the ball and Burton is on the ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And it was just because he, if you, and when you go back and look at the replay, I was like, oh my god, he was about to send. He was that boy was left in Alabama. He because Burton mm. was way way gone. But um, this drive happened so fast, and then um, Stetson, uh, we get the free play on the um, the offsides. Stetson knows that happens. Cook makes, and I feel like I feel like people have been recognizing this. Cook picks up the block. Yes, and that is crucial. That is crucial. Cook goes in and then sees the block, goes in, gets uh, gets that outside defender, gives Stetson that extra time to set up and throw one of the most beautiful balls, and AD make one of the most beautiful catches uh, of his of his career, and um, just. And I feel like he had he had to use his helmet a little bit there to catch that ball, and um, was right right in our direction. I mean, it was uh, just a beautiful beautiful sight. And it was kind of like he caught it, and and we I couldn't really see. I mean, I felt like he caught it because I didn't see the ball, and I just couldn't I couldn't tell. And then you just see you just see the ref throw his hey. throw his hands up, man. And I was like. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> well, uh, I had a pretty pretty darn good view because whenever that ball was – so I saw Cook pick up the block, and I saw Stetson kind of swing out. And, and this is kind of going back towards, you know, one of those moments that I just want to completely remember from my perspective in that moment. And and I see Stetson kind of kind of push out to the right side of the pocket, and I see him put his eyes downfield and just sling it. And – A.D. Mitchell, I mean, I don't even know. He did, really didn't even have to jump up a whole lot, but he called that ball in front of the guy's face and then comes down with it. But in the process of the ball being in the air, your, your boy is, like, jumping on the seats in front of us. And I don't even know. I mean, it was like the just – I don't know how I bounced on there, to be honest with you. <laughs> I probably was, like, leaning on the dude's head in front of me. But I had jumped up on the – and the guys behind us probably did not appreciate it very much, but I was on the seats in front of us as that ball was in the air. And so I saw A.D. Mitchell <laughs> come down with it in a very good perspective there. And let me tell you, man, that was just one of those moments where as soon as he caught that ball and they caught it a touchdown, and also every single touchdown we had in the fourth quarter, there was a flag. And so you and I and, and, and Moose were just like – well, crap! Can we celebrate yet, or what? And and uh, of course they called off sides, and and Stetson knew it. He had a free play, and that's why he threw the ball, and all this stuff. And it's just like starting to come together. We got a 19-18 lead. Uh, obviously, we messed up on the two-point conversion. Would have preferred 
to have a 21 to 18 lead and then we had a crappy two point play. But whenever that happened, I mean, Chancey, what were your thoughts at that moment? I mean, what did you did you feel good going from going forward from that moment, even with a one point lead? I was about to say, feeling good is um, is questionable. I think the way I felt is I was like, you know what, if this is how we're gonna have to do it, like let's do it. Like it was that drive was not a pretty drive, I guess by any, by any means, because with just everything happening, it, it was unorthodox. I guess we didn't really run the ball. Stetson had a couple great throws, and then obviously the, the touchdown throw, and then we had Burton doing his thing. I like this going to be crazy like this the rest of the time. Let's go for it. I'm here for crazy. We'll just we'll do whatever. It and takes. it was, yeah. but to see, but to see Stetson's swag, to see his swagger on the field after that, and just the way he felt after after in that moment, I said, okay, I don't know what we have, but this is a whole lot better than what we were. So let's yeah. just we're just going to keep let's just keep riding this train. And I think for our guys just to get a play like that it had just been it had been all day long we had pickens the deep ball to pickens we had the big run to cook uh that by cook and we get that play and it's like all right we finally we got something we had a drive we had a drive go our way we had we had a great catch by burton burton having to be tackled to save a touchdown um kenny with a great catch and then ad with an amazing catch it was just kind of like a boom 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 we had to have four plays go our way this whole time and um and so i felt like all right we got i don't know what we have but we got something and so can we stop them here that was my that was my next that was my next thing i was like can we hold them here and um and and keep them keep them at our keep try to make this just extend this lead a little bit but we got to be able to stop them right here. And they just had their first touchdown. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, what Bryce Young is about to come off of that sideline. Well, I think we were all thinking that. We were all thinking, yeah. like, are they about to come out? If they come out and drive the field on us right here on a long drive and go up by a touchdown, that's what scared me. And then our defense came <laughs> and shut their ass down. And that was, I mean, was that their first, like, true three and out? Like, I'm, I'm talking, like, in, factoring in penalties and all that stuff. I mean, we just three and out. William Poole played his tail off. He was like the highest, like rated player of the game after being burned in the SEC championship. Number thirty-one comes in and plays his tail off. Also, he's coming back next. Year. Yeah. And, and and at this point, we we we're going long enough on the on the game. We're gonna have to get into departures and guys that are leaving probably in, in another episode. But guy played a his tail off cover number eighteen. I I remember this specifically, but I went back and watched the replay, and they showed it how he just mirrored Bolden off the line and just I mean you know defensive backs back in the day they were told to never turn their back. It's completely different now. The guy just turned around and said, "I'm gonna watch and I'm gonna make sure you don't catch this football," and he did not and shut Bolden down. And uh, anyway, I I just. You got to give that guy a shout out for how he played in this game. But that and that could have been and and this is gonna that this drive will go unsung. But like that three and out, that might have been it. Like that could have been what won us the game to keep them to keep yes. that momentum in our in our favor, right? Uh, and to not give them any room to breathe, um, because next next drive is we we get the ball um, and we finally have a we finally put a drive together. <laughs> we just. Start giving. We just hand the ball off. Let our let our boys let our boys work. <laughs> Trust three and four, and just uh, and, and and so then we just start handing the ball off, and there we go. We start chunking them. Just start gashing them. 
We, we, we haven't been able to do all game. It took us all the way to the fourth quarter to be able to do it. Well, Kirby, uh, or excuse me, uh, uh, Saban at the end of the game, he had to spoil anybody that hadn't watched the game and is listening to this. And, and if you are, you're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody's seen this game at this point. But, man, if it, Sir, Saban came up to, to Kirby and, uh, and he's like, well, y'all kicked your ass in the fourth quarter. You know, as they were shaking hands at the 50-yard line. And, and, and let me tell you, this was the drive where, where Saban realized it. I, I, you can tell on the sidelines he knew that, that he had lost in this drive because I don't know if the entire season anybody had ran on Alabama to the point where we were getting they were getting six and seven and eight-yard runs at will. And Zeus was a man possessed, and, and and what we were talking, yeah, I mean it was incredible. But we were what we were talking about how fifty nine took over that left tackle spot, and then sixty nine took over that right guard spot, and I felt like that was just the <laughs> that was in the that was that was the spot, man. I mean that was what we what we probably should have been doing all year, <laughs> because Sawyer on that right right side of the, of the offensive line with him and McClendon. I mean, there was no stopping that. And Cedric Van Pran is kind of unsung, man. Guy played his tail off. And whenever he took over Erickson's spot early in the season, I think it was first or second game, um, whenever he took over Erickson's spot in that center position, he never let it up, man. And, and we just were gashing. And that's when I think we all started to really believe what, that we were going to win this. Well, and um, and it was on this drive, too, wasn't it, where uh, – uh, either way, they start to we're starting to, to push the ball and um, and we're, we're driving the ball down the field and go to a guy who has been um, we start the ball. Let's say we started on our thirty eight and we get all the way down to Alabama's uh, fifteen and then um, third and one, uh, just a great play call. A lot of room for error in this play call, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but everybody in North America thinks we're going to run the ball <laughs> and. Uh, and then Stetson pulls up, has to loft it right over the end to be able to get it over to Brock and just gets it over his hands. I'm talking yeah. about it's like inches. <laughs> and and Brock, obviously, at that point, when Brock catches the ball, if there's not already somebody within three to four yards of him, he's getting six yards because yep. he's going to build up enough momentum to get to get that far ahead. So if you're not already <laughs> holding his feet by then, you're you're screwed. So I knew it was a first down. I didn't know he was going to bring it. He, I was literally looking at him and I was just waving him at me. I was like, "Come to me, <laughs> come here." And um, it was just beautiful, beautiful play call, risky play call, but it ended up being beautiful play call. To, to make uh, to, to score that touchdown. You're talking about a game of inches. I mean, you know, think about if that ball had been tipped, which it very well could have been. I mean, it was very close. And 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 same thing on that play too. There was a penalty against Alabama because they swat the guy that almost tipped the ball actually ended up swatting Stetson in the face. So we would have gotten a free play regardless. But it was one of those things that in the moment, all I could think was. Well, who was it that blocked? Was it Lad that blocked in front of Brock as he was going in the it, end zone? It, or, I think it was either him or Rosemary. It may, I think it was Rosemary. And, and, and all I could think was that we got – that we didn't catch the ball behind the line of scrimmage and he blocked early or whatever. And so I, I just thought for sure that we were about to back up. And, and that was, again, you kind of felt the, the momentum shift and you felt the, the fact that we were getting some of these lucky breaks. I mean, I just – 
I think we all were just like, I'm sorry, but he's beginning to believe, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, so that's uh, that was one of those plays where also the guy, we talked about this too, the guy in front of me happened to be the freaking tallest dude in the section, and I'm freaking <laughs> – I'm 5'9", and he's like 6'5", and I'm just like, as Stetson throws the ball, his head gets in the way, so I can't see the, the ball in the air until it gets in Brock's hands, and I'm just like, what what just happened? <laughs> and then Brock, it's like you say, man, Brock's automatic, man. Once he gets that ball in his hands, he's in that end zone. And I, obviously, it didn't matter if I saw the ball in the air or not. As long as it gets in that end zone, I didn't care, but... Uh, man, that was a hell of a play call and uh, hell, 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 of a, hell of a player. Oh man, God, we'll uh, we'll have we're gonna have some plenty of time to uh, talk about that one. Um, he's absolutely uh, remarkable. But uh, coming then, down to uh, the last drive, Chancey, I want you to walk me through it. How much did you think that they were gonna go dra- go down the field, score a touchdown, and get a two point conversion to tie it up? <laughs> I I was just I was waiting on it. I was yeah, just me too. absolutely waiting on it. Cause and and I thought and I I agreed with the call, but some people were talking about um, you ended up getting the 15 yard penalty. Why don't you go for two and go yeah. up by two scores? And I get that, but I also like the fact that we just stopped. We didn't. They didn't have a. a they haven't been able to score any except once inside our our red zone and inside up close. So yeah. I, I love Kirby's decision. Go with go with eight because then they have to. If they get down there and score, they've got to get two more, and they've got to make that extra play. They have which, to. Yeah, they I mean, have to so just to, to, to tie. To, 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 yeah, just to yeah. tie it. So the the I I agree with the 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 play call there or with the call to to just go for one there. Um, but anyway, so we we uh, we have Kamara has the easiest kick of the season um, to to get a touchback because um, you're kicking it from the fifty. And so, um, so anyway, this drive starts, and man, they just they start going down the, <laughs> they start moving the ball, little chunk plays, and and we're trying to we're trying to keep them we're trying to keep them close. So they get the ball back. Um, so there's what? So let's see, there's three minutes and thirty three seconds. So you got three and a half minutes left. You got three and a half minutes, and that is an absolute eternity. They've got they have they still have their three timeouts, don't they too? So they've got their, um, they've got, uh, uh, they've got their three timeouts. They've got their uh, three and a half minutes. They could do whatever they want <laughs> in, with with this time left, and so they start chunking us. So get uh, just start a little five five yards, uh, six yards. I mean, they just kind of are going moving on down the field, and then Brian Rotten. They say they got a one. Let's see, they got that one pass, Latou for for twelve yards. So they get down. Onto, yeah, they, they get all flip the, way down the field the, into our basically into our our zone from right. the Alabama forty four to our forty. So so they get that big they big big play over and they get down into our side and then um and then it's just kind of hard to describe. So well, we hold. Well, they did they did have real quick they did have a couple or two or three plays. I mean their their inexperience with their you know quote unquote freshman uh, receivers was big and 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 again and go back to. That excuse is hilarious because we've been playing with our freshman receivers for this entire year. In fact, our best player on offense was a freshman receiver, you know, tied in. But they kept on blaming that on the – and they threw balls up. I mean, there was a couple plays they should have easily scored touchdowns, and that's true. Oh, yeah. But that is on 
them because they kept their guys in. They kept the Jameson Williams in, the Mechies in all year, and these and Bolden and these guys late in the game, and they had to, and that's why <laughs> our our team. I mean, see, I'm serious. Like our yeah. offense was so much more prepared top to bottom for this type of game because I mean a guy a top guy could have come out and you know what we would have thrown pickings in there I mean the guys the guys that started this game were not were not the upperclassmen and then we had guys that were you know guys that have been starters in the past that were just sitting on the sidelines at times so what I'm saying is because we had to endure this adversity throughout the year and 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 we were also on top of that we're able to throw in guys at the end of ball games that, you know, normally would not have seen the uh, uh, the the field because we were beating Arkansas by 38 points. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of stuff that adds up over time, and that's what Kirby just preaches. You know, and that's it's, it's awesome to see that kind of unfold in front of us. But yes, they depended so much on their top guys that it made that big of a difference in this this last, you know, really the last two or three drives in the fourth quarter for sure yeah because because you could tell they were trying to catch catch balls one-handed like they were trying to do trying to do right. this crazy stuff on the side where it was like that if that's to Mechie or we like that they probably catch that ball and get down inside the red zone and so um so then what you have what, what ends up happening is you have bryce young having to try to win the game and having to try to make this other freshman uh this heisman winning quarterback try to win you this ball game and um i don't know what happened i don't know who was supposed to go where but the only thing i do know is that uh keely ringo was the only one in the vicinity and when that ball goes up and I, from where we were sitting the only thing i could see was that red helmet just going up in the air <laughs> taking it and i man i it was like time stopped it was like everything fell silent in that state and you could hear a pin drop and you just see him you see him jump into the air and, and catch that ball god i get i get goosebumps uh, i guess worked up just thinking about it and i've never heard a place <laughs> do what it did <laughs> in that moment and when he caught that ball it was like each step he took was like a was like a memory <laughs> was like some kind of past just defeat or or some bad season or some some awful drive everything we've talked about each step he took just running back to that end zone was like all that was just falling off and it was like this is this is our moment this is our moment and he he kept going and you thought somebody was going to going back and looking at the replay number 11 whatever his name is uh for albert the receiver he was right up on him the whole time and and was got close to him a couple of times and I'm like he's real close to where he could he could have punched that ball out and but never never was able to get to him and um and just to watch that play unfold and, and for him to cross the, into that end zone and just the relief it was just like it was like it was the first time breathing or something and it was um it was beautiful man it was just an incredible thing to watch to have him land and have Chris Smith and basically the whole team kind of create that his envoy just to be able to take him into the end zone. Um, Dan Jackson, RIP, he died right around the five. <laughs> he, got, he got destroyed. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> he, he passed away right there on the five-yard line, but um, he sacrificed himself. But, um, but man, it was uh, it was 
it, it was incredible. It was an incredible experience um, just to be there for that. I believe the the term is 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 poetry in motion. You know, it was. I I completely agree with you. We we saw the first first few steps, and then I mean, I I'm pretty sure that was whenever we did the, the had a dog pile, right? Because I mean, I was crying. <laughs> I mean, Keeley Keely caught that ball, and I just immediately just started, just tears were just running down my face. And then you and my brother, just, we all kind of meet in the middle, and Brandon, and, and, and all of a sudden, we're like sideways. We're probably just, you know, face down in this beer and muck and... <laughs> And and God knows what and and it was just one of those things that I I remember well two two things I remember so much or three things actually I remember I was just like sitting there and I I was underneath of the pretty much the whole weight of this thing and I didn't give a damn I was just crying and all that and then two I look up and d- is your arm okay because I felt like your arm was stuck under moose <laughs> and, um, like I looked I up know. I was like oh gosh it may have broken in half and you wouldn't have cared. And then third, I remember the people behind us were like, oh, wait, guys, guys, like he's he's running back, he's running back. And we all kind of like are freaking out, losing our minds, crying. And then like I just remember like getting up just in time to see Keeley cross the goal line. And again, this is all three of the four touchdowns were right in our face. You know, we, we saw A.D. Mitchell right there. We saw... Uh, Brock Bowers, and when then we saw we saw Keeley crossing like running right at us, and and man, it's just one of those moments that I, we're going to tell our our kids about, you know, one day. And 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 uh, I, I think in that moment we were all just so emotionally we were we were just out of control, and um, but it was it was such a sweet time, and you felt those demons being, you know, just exercised in that point, you know. We felt the forty-one years, it, although we haven't been alive that that amount of time. We felt that. I mean, we we have our our dads and our, and our families and our moms and 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 you know people that we've known for a long time have always talked about that nineteen eighty season and how special it was. And then we just witnessed our own and 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 honestly, just with how offenses are these days and and defenses top to bottom, how te- how good some of these some of these teams are nowadays. And for us to have done what we did, I mean, Chancey, we our defense averaged giving up just over ten points a game, and that's like probably top five of all time. And I, I know I went back and actually the only one that I looked at it compared against, and maybe it's different with you know a lot of these. Maybe in the modern era of football, it's probably probably top top three or top five. But I went back and compared it to the two thousand one Miami team that was that just defense that pretty much everybody was 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 in the NFL at some point or another and they they gave up just under 10 it was like nine and a half 9.7 or something like that but they only played 12 games you know and I just think about what we accomplished as a team but then as a defensive unit that was that's one that's the that's the best defensive unit we've ever seen uh-huh. at the University of Georgia and I what we are what we watched and what we witnessed mid mid season, we talked about the Arkansas game, the Kentucky game. I mean, played Auburn at Auburn, shut their tail down, made Bo Nix look like look like an idiot. You know, shut Missouri down, shut Tennessee down. I mean, and then we go in and and, and essentially shut Alabama down. You know, one of the best offenses in the country, if not if not the best. And this that unit you know, in particular was so special. And I wish we. And I'm I'm finding myself wishing I can go back to the mid season, man, and just relive it all. And beginning of the season, 
And I'll, I mean, it's just one of those things that I think you and I both, you know, will find memories in every little game and little things that we can, that we can kind of grab hold of. And, uh, and I hope everybody that's, you know, our age and, and, and older and, and younger than us can, can kind of go back and do the same thing. But, uh, we'll, uh, we'll remember this for the rest of our lives. It was, uh, it's one of the, and kind of to your point, the, uh, the, it's one of those things you're not recognizing how special it is while it's happening. It's like, you're not, you're not watching history happen in front of your eyes and then to, to go back and, um, and to look at it. And we, we talked about it before we got started that if we've mentioned them on the, on the, channel on the podcast before but Hayden YT H-A-Y-D-E-N Y-T all one word is the goat of all goats of highlight uh, <laughs> of all highlight reels the guy is phenomenal um, would just the guy's incredible and um, he has a year he does a he did a year uh, year of the dog and um, it's his most recent video and just does an incredible job of just kind of recapping the whole season in about 30 30, 40 minutes, and I watched it, and man, I about got emotional just watching that thing because it was just it, it was it was just little snips of the games, but you just kind of remember that this season was a whirlwind. We're coming off of COVID. We're coming like we're of a COVID season. We're coming off of all this stuff, all this adversity that this team had to face, and and nothing being normal, and then for them to band together and to see the way that they fought for each other, and I, I guess that's what has made me so excited is the way. To see them after the game, and to see them the the love that they had for one another, the genuine love that they had about this team and about their coaches, to see those coaches running out of that press box and getting onto that elevator and getting down to the field, and to see Kirby just tackling guys out there and just finally being able to let loose and, and just finally being able to say we did it, we you did this, you made this happen, and to see Stetson and and to see what he had been through personally and to see his teammates just rally around him um there and this is with every team because everybody had there were so many stories on this team there were so many stories with these guys and and to see them win to to not just win but be victorious in their in their efforts and for them to be able to do that together and to see all these guys succeed um that's what got that's what got me so emotional is that these 18 to 22 year old 23 year old guys Julian Rochester's 35 but he doesn't count <laughs> but they but they, these guys to see them and everything they've been through and and accomplish this this final mission as this one team that is what for me man is what sent me over the moon because um you, we watched it all season they fought and we've never had a team be so consistent so consistent week and we had one hiccup we had one hiccup and we would but it wouldn't matter because whoever we would have played if this team had showed up I feel confident whoever we would have played we would have won because this team was not like any other team we've ever seen you're starting to get me emotional man (laughs) (laughs) um no it's uh I you bring up a great point just thinking about watching the the reactions right after the game and and how Kirby just for once in his career as our head football coach was able to celebrate to 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 a, a, the utmost degree and I, I i don't know if you saw but his wife had an interview kind of right after the trophy ceremony and they asked him you know how you know y'all gonna let loose and like be able to celebrate a little bit tonight and she basically was just like yeah we're gonna have a long night and i'm just like thank gosh like that 
our coach was able to finally have that time to just enjoy something like this because and you saw it and you were talking about him tackling players. I mean, the one that we saw that, that was right in front of us is he was he jumped up on Darian Kendrick's back and was just like slapping him in the helmet and just talking to him and you you could just see like this kid was a transfer and one year under Kirby Smart and you saw that attachment it didn't matter if it was a guy that he recruited or not and you saw him just absolutely love everything about what that kid did and how much he dedicated himself to that team and then on top of that we get to the trophy ceremony and I mean guys just sitting there kind of par- and the way Reese said it was he paraphrased Larry Munson and, and don't you know Larry was there <laughs> he was there man and uh, but he paraphrased him and was talking about how there was going to be property destroyed or he said torn up I think is what he said uh-huh. torn up in Indianapolis tonight and uh, man it it's just one of those special things that once we saw Kirby finally let loose one thing I was wondering and especially whenever I went back and saw the replay and actually hold on real quick I want to just say whenever Stetson started crying on the, on, on the replay when I, and that was something that we did not see. And I started crying, absolutely, because you you felt you felt the weight from that kid just start to fall off, and you felt just the the, the pride that he had in his university and in the state, a, a, a Georgia boy that grew up just dreaming of this moment. And you bet your ass, if I was in that situation, I'd be crying my tail off too. Um, but that was just one of those things that that was the one thing that watched the replay. Like I didn't, we didn't realize that happened, and that was the first thing that I just was like. I'm immediately I'm in t- I'm a puddle man, and but uh, sorry going back to the trophy presentation, Kirby Kirby makes that remark about Larry, and then lifts that trophy up, and you could just tell I mean boom like, he's he's kissing that thing and all that, and I'm just sitting there wondering I was like why why how did how did he not get dunked with Powerade at that point man, <laughs> I was just so confused that he was so dry. <laughs> That's a really good point. I actually did. Th- I thought about that too at some point, but yeah, he uh, he, he never he never got dunked this season. Um, man, I I think I think there's a lot of conversation to be had about what's next, and we're not going to get into all that tonight. Um, I think we uh, will have some episodes to come about what what this means for us moving forward, um, but for this team. And um, I was not able to to be there this past Saturday at the at the celebration. But the uh, to have Sankey just basically say, I've been to a lot of these things, and I've never seen anything like this, <laughs> is basically what he said. <laughs> because we packed that. It was a game day. It was a game yeah. day. And um, it, to, see, to, see, to, see the, to see the parade and to see that and to see the flag get uh, pulled up. And um, I was like, dang, we got that flag ready. We had that bad boy ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it was just – it's been it's been incredible uh, to to just watch the fans respond and and to see what all it took to to get there. The bad thing is is man after after Keeley scored, I I had to look. Brandon's beside me saying we're national champions, and I said man, I was like, there's still time on the clock. Be quiet. <laughs> How much time was left? It was like 40 seconds like, or something? It was like 50, 50 something seconds. And I'm still like yeah. in that mode. I was just like, don't say anything. And, um, which is a, a bad thing. But also at the same time, I was kind of glad we had that little bit of time left in the game to just be able to let it drag out and us enjoy, um, 
enjoy that while the game was still going get a couple right. of sacks in and Nolan to finish it off obviously him finishing off with a sack but how many seasons he, he put him to sleep <laughs> he put he put him to, he put him to sleep I, I was like, what how how, uh, how poetic but then the the most poetic thing was our first score of the season and our last score of the season being defensive touchdowns with pick sixes between Chris Smith and Keely Ringo um how many seasons can you say that? <laughs> Has someone yeah. able to start a season and end a season with a pick six? I saw somebody bring that up, and then somebody was like, yeah. And also, we started our defensive side and ended our defensive side with a Nolan Smith uh, uh, sack. Because that um, was, yeah, Clemson's first drive. You know, we still hadn't figured out how to say his name. Uwe <laughs> uh he, uh he got smacked in the face by Nolan Smith, and then Nolan Bryce Young, he, he got a taste too. Um, man, it was uh, it's just incredible. And then you and I watched the. Did you happen to see what I, I posted on the Calling the Dogs uh, Instagram account today? No, I don't think uh, I have. I don't think I've been on Instagram today. Oh, uh, well, it was a, it was our first time doing a reel, and uh, I mean, you know, you've seen Friday Night Lights, you know, explosions in the sky, you, your hand in mine, that song or whatever. So I, there's a you, you need to go back and, and you need to go look at it. I tagged you in it. I'm I'm kind of upset that you hadn't seen it yet, but um. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was just one of those things that that song and a little bit of slow motion celebration. I mean, you're talking about feeling it. That was it right in my feels. But I mean, you were watching Stetson trophy going back to the trophy presentation real quick. You're watching Stetson. He's he's grabbing that that trophy. He's I mean, I think kind of soaking the whole thing in. And 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 lo and behold, dude, dude goes out afterwards. <laughs> And gets uh, probably no hours of sleep. Gets on Good Morning America for an interview at like eight o'clock the next morning. Looks super hungover, and uh, like like I said, probably had no hours of sleep. Acted like he had a couple, but nah, not so much. And uh, poor guy, like had to talk to people on a national nationally televised show like he was uh, had a normal night. And uh, <laughs> man, that's that's there's no normal night for for after a national championship like that no absolutely not um oh man uh i think uh there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about that's uh beyond this i think when we left the stadium i think uh it took us a long time to leave i don't think we left the stadium till well after midnight um but uh but just to got to watch a trophy ceremony and, and just celebrate with everybody it was it was incredible it was um, special um, tough to describe, and, uh, and and you're right. It's something we'll be able to talk about for the rest of our lives. And um, I'm thankful we have our these phones now that we can really record some of those moments and get some really good pictures and 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 share that because that's one of the things that like my dad and my my uncle. It was um it was uh they can talk about it, but they didn't really they didn't have any pictures there. They didn't have anything there. They were at the game. Right. But they couldn't. They were in New Orleans, but they couldn't really share that with us. And um and I've always hated that, but now I'm so thankful that. I've been able to like bring this back to my dad and be able to say this is this is what we saw this is what we got to yeah. got to do and um man it's just it's it's awesome it's uh and uh was thankful like we say it's been the fact that it all lined up we were able to sit with each other and and, and experience that and um uh it's it's starting to hit me a little more I think what's going to be really weird is going into next season and being the national, the, the defending national champion, I think that's when it's going to get weird. That's going to be a weird feeling, because um, I think for us now the question is going to be: How do dogs go into a <laughs> a season as the national champion? What does that? What, what's the thought process there? 
Um, so anyway, it's going to be it'll be interesting to see how we respond as a program um, and what that's going to look like. What's that's going to look like for the fan base moving forward? How how upset is everybody going to be next season <laughs> about stuff? And uh, anyway, it's just going to be it's, it's, we got a lot. More, there's there's plenty to talk about. Um, the, the national championship is not the end. It is uh, well, merely merely the beginning of a new chapter. I can tell you from my recent experience within the the, the week that it's been uh, since since we won the national championship. There's there's still things that people are complaining about, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> That haven't that hasn't stopped. There was a little bit of euphoria, and there still is. And and in in my opinion, those people should still be just shutting up and taking this whole thing and talking about, you know, what kind of bourbon they're they're celebrating with every night, you know. And um, <laughs> it's just it's just funny, man, because you know, I the one thing I will say is it. I almost said that this. I was almost thinking that this is a little bit of a bittersweet moment, and there's really no bitterness to it, to be honest with you. Um, it was just completely sweet. Everything was, you know, obviously the fact that once that clock hit zero and we actually believed that we were national champions because it, it's like you said, there could have been one second left and we could have been up by three scores and we still like, ah, they got a chance. But once that clock hit zero and we had more points than they did um, and we finally believed it, it was, it was such a sweet moment. And then now since since then, I think every day I've been able to try to take it in more and more. And I, and, and honestly, I don't know if it'll ever truly set in. <laughs> and, and maybe it'll take months. I don't know. But the one thing that was bittersweet was, you know, once that happened, and obviously the college football season st- stopped and it was over, uh, you know, I realized that it is a little bit bittersweet that I knew that the heart and soul of this team, this defense, and, and you know, a lot of these offensive players as well, were going to the NFL. And and we were going to, I mean, I, I genuinely was just like, man, I'm going to miss these guys. You know, you got the Nicobies and you got the Jordan Davises and and, 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 and honestly, and, and the scenes and, and the guys top to bottom. And, and we're going to get more into that. But, you know, you lose that that soul and that edge and 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 you got to find for me as a fan i want to find another another group that i can attach myself to you know i was so emotionally attached to this team and specifically this defense uh that you just fell in love with and and so anyway that was that was only point i mean in the past you know week that i just been like ah man you know i gotta find some more another no kobe dean and all that but the yeah, fact good, that we good luck, good luck on, finding another Jordan Davis. Yeah, yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> they, they don't exactly grow on trees, but man, it's uh, I, I I'm not too worried about it. It is something that popped in my head because I'm a Georgia fan, and 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 we think like that. But you're right, man. Let's at this point, let's just soak it all in and continue to soak it in because you know what? All these Auburn fans that are like kept on saying 1980, 1980, Florida fans, 1980. You know, this it's been forty plus years. Guess what? They all are on losing streaks compared to us. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? We can keep on telling Florida because we're gonna keep beating their ass. We're gonna keep on telling them hey, that number's gonna get higher and higher every year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep that door revolving, baby. Let's keep that yes, door sir. revolving. So, um, man, uh, we got a lot. To, uh, we definitely have broken a record here. Um, but I think it's is uh, this our longest? You think? I think I think it's got to be. It's got to be close. Um, yeah. but, um, it's just, uh, uh, we got a lot that's going to follow this and we can, I could, I would actually love to spend another 45 minutes talking about Florida, um, and everything they've been able to do over the last month or so. Um, and, and, oh, oh sorry, they haven't had, they hadn't done anything in a month. It's, they've been bored. Um, <laughs> 
but uh but anyway we'll uh we'll we'll wrap it up and uh is unless there's anything else you need to share is there anything you want to anything else you no i mean the last time we saw the last time we saw florida was they were losing the ucf in a a bowl game that was i think mid-december actually so um yeah they've been they have been pretty bored here for the past month um no man i'm at this point, we we've exhausted everything that we want to talk about, and I'm sure there was something that I probably meant to bring up. And, and to be honest with you, we at this point we're we are so <laughs> we try to follow along this little outline that we made, and and it, and, and it fell apart, and and we we're just all over the place. And and at this point, all I got to say is the dogs are national champions, and nobody can ever take that away from us. You are a national champion. I am a national champion. And uh, damn, it feels good. And uh, let's just run it back next year. Uh, that sounds like playing to me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, dogs, brother.